on the count of three. Three, two, one, go! I trust you're not gonna be a gentleman about this! You don't know me at all, Miss McFarland! Welcome back to Ladies Elite for May 29th, 2010. This is episode 19. This is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I'm Kim. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are discussing Red Dead Redemption, Alan Wake, and we have a special guest, a lady of elite joining us, Miss Tempest. Hello. 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 Say hi. Hi. <laughs> so Tempest is from the the podcast Bind, Bind. On and Equip. Yeah. And um, so, Kim, I know you've been involved with the podcast and her, her guild quite uh, a bit lately. Well, I'm not on their podcast. Well, no okay, sorry. The guild, the guild. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but um, I am. I did join their guild, Pants on Head, and um, Tempest is their their raid. I mean, their oh, guild leader. Um, and Tempest, can you tell us a little bit about your guild and the BOE podcast? Um, yeah, we bond and equip, um, Wemb is a little nuts and decided to start a, a project where we would record, um, five people playing together on a, on a Saturday night, um, out of our comfort zone. So we created, we decided to really look at what our comfort zone was and, and, um, and then go as far opposite as we could. So we'd all played Alliance. Uh, which one and I we'd never played PvP <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so we created these five tunes from scratch uh, um, just over a year ago now and um, we started this project called Rocks the Horde hmm. there were six of us so we had a spare but we recorded five of us anyway, every week <laughs> and um, yeah, so we would record a couple of hours of us playing and, and then Wham, who didn't foresee the two hours of editing, <laughs> oops, <laughs> would, would then trim it down to half an hour and it became this crazy big project. And from that, um, people were just saying, you know, they would write in every week saying, we want to come and play with you, we want to come and play with you. So from that, um, we created a separate guild. We had our own little project guild called Crazy Train and we created another guild called Pants on Head and... Yeah, and we called it the DK Army. So what we did was we encouraged people to just start a a, a death night because you, you know you're sort of already halfway there. Yeah, and <laughs> um, and come on over. And surprisingly, it's turned into this amazing guild of that's really it's the best guild I've ever played in. And um, I'm I'm hoping for most people it's like that because it's this vision of what the three of us thought would be. A perfect guild and at the start all of our decisions were, that we made on how it was going to be were, were made with the three of us discussing you know the outcomes of all the possible possibilities and um, it's been really co collaborative between the three of us and it's ended up being um, I feel like I'm surrounded with people who feel the same way and want the same out of their gaming experience which considering there's um, 200 unique accounts in the guild it's it's an amazing oh, wow. place to be so which yeah that's that's pretty big and it's on the um 
Jub Jub server? What is it called? <laughs> Jubathos. It's an oceanic, oh. an oceanic server, so yes. I like Jub Jub. <laughs> Kim, I <laughs> saw your show notes, and I'm like, where is there a Jubly something in WoW? <laughs> I had no idea what it was, so I was like, oh, I'll just put something in there. But I was wondering why you guys picked a PvP server, because that's, like, crazy scary. PvP servers, like, just looking yeah. at them, I, I, I start shaking. So I was like, yeah. why did they Why did they have a PvP server? Yeah, that's, just that, that's why. <laughs> it was crazy, and, 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 and I think one of our most popular episodes involved uh, some some serious gankage going on in um, <laughs> Stranglefoot Vale and, and Wem completely losing it with his tool that just kept, you know, he was 80 and we were in our low 30s and he just kept oh. killing us over and over again. So it's just, yeah, it's been interesting. You've learned different, completely different zones. You know, there's no there's no uh, questing in Taran Mill or as we came to know it, Gankin oh. Mill. Yes. There's no questing <laughs> in STV. You find different zones to do those levels because even though that is where we'd all quested for those areas, mm -hmm. we certainly avoided them if we could on this server. It was just nightmare. So do you go back as a, as a higher level to those areas and just pwn everyone? No, you know, I really... I, I'm really soft. <laughs> I'm I with you. Bad. I always feel bad if I kill someone. Like, I go, then you know, they're there and they're just going, oh. <laughs> you're you're like me too, because when I would when I would quest with my husband, he we were on a PVE server and we played Alliance originally, and he'd see someone yellow and he's like, "Let's go!" I'm like, "I'm doing something here. I leave him alone. Be nice." One of the worst things that ever happened to me when we were on a PVE server was um, on on Proudmore, the Tog. The, the older gamers have got an alliance and a horde guild and I, I got so excited this one time that I saw in um, Gadgets and I saw a, a Tog Lutzer and I'm, I'm clicking on him and I'm waving and I'm got so excited I've gone over and I'm emoting all these things I was so excited and what I didn't realise was that he was flagged and I got close enough and I'd right clicked on him. So oh. <laughs> So the next thing I've gotten close enough to actually hit him <laughs> so as a rogue the da the dagger's gone in and I've gone <gasps> I've, I've attacked him, <laughs> and, and all, all you know, because we were in the inn, so all of the guards were <laughs> flying at me, <laughs> oh. me, and I was just, I was devastated. And then I'm like, how do I tell this poor person who I'm supposed to like and have respect for that <laughs> it's an accident and I'm a nub? Oh. oh no! <laughs> we all have those kinds of moments, though. Too. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they make a flower bouquet. I'm sorry, I killed you. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Say hi. What's the appropriate flower for that? I don't think that's yeah. cut it. Black. <laughs> I'm sorry, I killed you. <laughs> a Hallmark card. Exactly. So you are also the moderator. Um, of a website. Um, it, what is it called? The Older Gamers. Dot com. Yeah. The theoldergamers.com it's um, a gaming site for over 25s um, oh, that's I need to be on this now. site <laughs> oh. it's, it's, it's really it's a really it's an amazing organization I joined it just for wow um, basically we had a, a friend 
who was who had started the division of WoW within TOG, and he's going, you've got to come and play WoW, you've got to come and play WoW, and I'm going, I'm happy with Diablo 2, I don't need anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and we eventually went to WoW, and he's going, you've got to join the older gamers so you can be in my guild and, and whatever, so, you know, and, you know, I joined, and I didn't do much with it for a while, and then, you know, you get to a certain level, and you kind of need to know a bit more information about what's going on, mm-hmm. and how to get into raids and stuff, and they're all saying, you know, go and visit website, and since then, you know, <laughs> My forum life has grown and grown, but um, it's it, there's over forty thousand members in the wow. older gamers worldwide. Wow, that's incredible! Is it primarily? Is it all over the world? Because we didn't mention it, you're you're in Australia, so we were recording a little bit earlier yes. because you're in the future. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's it's worldwide. It's it's wow. worldwide. Um, there, yeah, where well, there's forty over 40 or almost 40 different game divisions so um, not just MMOs but um, first person shooters consoles um, yeah it, it covers everything and you so, keep them in line right you smack them around yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. my job my job is to make sure if someone posts something inappropriate on the forum that um, that it's removed and and action um, and to make sure you know we you sign a, a a usage policy and code of conduct to, so you know you, to say you know you won't put any porn or whatever on the site, and, mm-hmm. and I look after that. I, uh, my job also involves um, moderating if um, there's issues within a division, someone's causing troubles to try and come to a peaceful resolution where everyone can remain friends. Um, yeah, so can be quite involved at the moment. It's, um, it's smooth sailing i should touch wood <laughs> i'm now um i'm now working with the fps so the first person shooter division so um or section so i, I get to uh, see a whole new different different breed of gamer and we'll be, we'll be talking <laughs> they, about they are different yeah different. <laughs> and we'll be talking about a first person shooter red dead redemption here in just a little bit but um i have a couple of questions so um in your current since i'm not familiar with your your pants on what is it pants on head <laughs> yes pants on head so you play what do you play do you have multiple tunes i'm assuming yeah i have four four 80s oh, my wow. main is is um my mage which had made Wem gasp in horror when i said that so um she's the one i started on jub jub so she's my newest or oh, she's not my newest 80 actually my warlock is but um tempest i played for however many years before we created um, the Pants on Head Guild and um, she was a rogue so I played her for for many, many, many years and um, I have a priest at level 80 and a warlock which I really don't know how to play but you know. (laughs) It was a good. I go in there. I go in there and I give it a go. <laughs> well, I just started a rogue, and I'm like, okay, we'll just click that and do. Oh that. well, she has a she has a level eighty rogue too, so you need to ask her oh. about that. Oh, don't ask me about. Don't ask. Me about <laughs> so your favorite is the mage. It sounds like you like to play yeah. mage. Yeah, I like playing her. Look, the rogue. I, I still love playing Tempest, uh, um, but I ha- haven't played her for such a long time. Like I literally took a year out before I transferred her over so I feel like I'm out of the loop and it's not comfortable anymore you know I used to be able to chat and play and raid and you know now when I play her I really have to concentrate and focus to to get it all and I you know I haven't done any recent research so I don't know any of the changes and 
you know, all that stuff. And I, and I will say there are, you bring up a, a interesting point because there are certain classes that you have to be very into the game and there are other ones that you can just kind of do your thing. And like my husband does a warlock and he needs that class because he gets easily distracted with other things. So really? See, now, I, just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong with the warlock and, 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 um, <laughs> I, I should I have you talk self- to him. <laughs> I feel very amazing at multitasking. Play, playing her because you know I I usually am grouped with Ashayo and I know he's got a, an amazing warlock. So I feel very self conscious and I've Aww. gotten to the point where I just go, you know what? I don't know how to play it, so I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and so, he's not helping you out. Uh, I'm very. Oh. I'm, I'm not, I'm not if you're like it. us, we're like, I don't want your help. I can do this. Yeah, I can exactly. do this. Just do my thing. I can take I can take help from certain people, but people that <laughs> the people that are close to me, I, I don't. I feel very when they try and help me, I just go. So you're saying I'm doing a crap job, right? Aww. <laughs> just too self conscious. So. so are is there um, a lot of women in your your guild, or so so? There's not. There's not a lot. There are a few. Um, I don't always know when they're a woman if I don't. That's you know, true. If I don't play with them a lot, or if they're not in on vent. But um, we have a few. We have a few. I, I have a. There's. We have one permanent um, other female in our ten man raid group in the Australian one. Um, um. So that's it's nice to have another another girl in there. Girl but power. um. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's probably very it's probably similar numbers to the wider wow, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they seem a little rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And then your husband plays in the guild as well, Wim, and he's your co-host. He is. He as is. well as yeah. the witch, right? As witch. We don't want to yeah. leave him out either. <laughs> no, we cannot. There that. So yes. if you guys have not listened to that podcast, you have to because it is so good. It, you guys have fun. It just yeah, you have fun and, and makes your day happy. And I can barely listen to it while I'm driving to work because I swear I'm going to crash <laughs> every time. And that's a good thing, right? And yeah, I, and I it should, is a good thing. I should say that it does have an explicit tag as a warning. So. By the way, I love the new logo of the podcast. I uh, know. We were very lucky. Um, Cypher from The Addicted um, helped us with that he did an amazing job that's really 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 nice it does look Mm. really nice very nice all right (laughs) so shall we talk about some of the the happenings in the world of warcraft yes yes yeah let's sure so um one of the big announcements of course and if you've listened to any of the other (laughs) wow podcast you've already heard the talk about the mobile auction house thing and uh the, the app for so the wow armory app now has a feature to it that allows you to uh, do auction house transactions and right now it's in beta mode and i actually was able to use it on earth and ring mm-hmm. um really yeah i didn't only, think we were in the beta i didn't either but i tested it out it worked but <laughs> wow. the problem was it asked for my authenticator and of course i'm in my car and i don't have mm. my authenticator on me and i'm like Oh, crud. <laughs> but yeah, what, it was really kind of cool. It scanned it scanned all of my bags. It scanned my, um, my uh, bank bags as well as my bags on my tune. Mm-hmm. And it wow. sorted them by rarity. So it, it put all of the really rare items in the auction house to the top. 
So I could pick and kind of see which ones would be the best to put into the auction house. And, oh, I gotcha. And the only thing, when I put items up on the auction house, I like to use Auctioneer. Sure. I actually, I think you use Auctioneer Lite. So I can kind of sort to see what's out there. And it, it, there's no there's no kind of element to that. So I don't even think I would use it, to be honest with you. It was interesting to see. I was like, oh, wow, I could put my stuff yeah. up on the auction. Do you guys see? I don't play the auction house enough to, I think, make it worth my while. If I were a, you know a non-stop auctioneer person maybe but if there's, you were a gold farmer no is way. that what you're saying <laughs> no yeah if i was a gold farmer this would be awesome but no <laughs> I, don't, I don't use the auction house enough so um i i have other ways of getting my farmer guys money so because it is you know. going to be it's, it's interesting that they chose for it to be a subscription model versus a one-time fee which is really ticking a lot of people off Mm -hmm. um, so it's what three dollars a month to oh, have crazy. this feature. That's totally crazy. not worth it for me. Uh -uh. I'm, no. like, I'm like Molly. No. I, there's I don't. There's no way I hit the auction house nearly enough to justify that. Yeah. Temps, do you are you into the auction house or know of anybody that actually would use this? Um, no, I don't either. <laughs> but, but I have to say we're very into not paying for stuff outside yeah. of the game. So, so, so my thing is. I pay my $15 a month or, you know, over here it can be up to $20 a month. <laughs> and, um, I, I pay that and I'm not prepared to really pay more mm -hmm. for the stuff outside. I mean, I've paid for, I've paid for faction and transfer changes. That, that, that was a, that right. was hard enough. Yeah. Have you, did have... you buy the, did you buy the pets or the, oh, when you, and you got a free sparkle pony, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I, ha I do have a Sparkle Pony, but I didn't pay for it. It was a gift. And we Aww. also, I also do have the, um, the Griffin. That was a, that was, um, we were given that as promotional tool to review by Blizzard. So. Oh, cool. Isn't it cute? That well, plushie is just too cute. Uh, yeah. The, the plushie is good. Um, yeah. So what happened in it was, um, it was given to Bond on a Crypt. So we actually got one of each. So Witch has got the Horde pet and the in-game and Horde um, plushy, and we've got the Griffin, which I gave to my youngest son. He loves it, and um, and I've got the on my account. I've got the the pet. Well, it seems, <laughs> it seems like they just they come out with all kinds of stuff. And if you are a collector type, you just yes. you can totally just go broke with just all <laughs> of the stuff they put out. Mm. I just noticed that they just started offering Warcraft mouse pads of your tune. So mm -hmm. you can go in, is this new? I, I've never seen this before, to where you can no, actually set up your character and um, do the background and they'll print out a mouse pad for you of your of your tune. Right. I think it's interesting because who uses a mouse pad anymore? I do. Yeah. I'm, looking really? at, I'm looking at my Warcraft mouse pad right now. <laughs> I, really? I do too. Some map of your friend that came with these. Yes, kids. that's the one I have right now too. Do, do we all have? I'll even sh I'll even show the 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 uh, <laughs> chat room my <laughs> my awesome kind of sexist no. mouse pad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a night a night elf and a blood elf attacking each other <laughs> with their boobs hanging out. So yeah. you have that one. Both me and Stephanie have the Northrend picture. Yes, and. 
Yeah, well, I use it because I have um, glass on my desk, and my laser mouse um, doesn't work well just on the glass. Um, so I have to have something down for that laser mouse. And I think I just use one out of habit. <laughs> you know, I like, I like, ha- yeah, I look at it almost as like an accessory. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm styling my desk. Shoes, purses, <laughs> mouse pads. Yeah, I just add something else to rub against my hand. So I think. No, you didn't. So no across the board on the mobile auction house thing. Yeah, yeah. no for me. I might no get the thing. mouse pad though. I'm tempted. I, I haven't decided yet. Uh, for some reason recently, I've just been sucked into the whole offline buying of crap <laughs> <laughs> meaning i i went on um ebay and I, somehow i don't know how i got there i somehow got to the loot card auctions and i was like sure oh, oh i know what it was <laughs> i really i wanted the i wanted the stupid um rocket mount ah. <laughs> and so i ended up going into somehow i got hooked into ebay and then i start looking around at the auctions and there was one auction i know how these auctions work i know that a spectral tiger mount goes for 300 plus dollars so this was a loot um chance to receive you were going to receive a mount and you had a chance to get the chicken or the spectral tiger or there was a rocket there was a number of, of really cool mounts. Well, there okay. was one mount called Tiny, and it was a raptor mount. And I thought, well, that I wouldn't mind getting a raptor mount. Well, little did I know, and this is my fault for not researching it, Tiny, that that is actually um, a per use, meaning you turn it in and you only get a stack oh. of 50 of them. So I was like, oh. dang it! That <laughs> yeah. sucks. That's like so that's like misleading and i'm just time. it it was and and i'm sure that's how they set it up but it's my fault i i take total blame for not researching it but so, but but you did get the chance to ride around on a tiny little raptor no it, the name of it's tiny it's an albino raptor oh so i have a stack of 49 of them now instead of 50 oh. <laughs> just get to use them Third one. Does it count against your mount? Um, no, I, it doesn't. And that's what I was oh, hoping because I want to get that because you need to get fifty mounts to get the albino white drake. Yes, and yeah. I think I'm like at forty five. Oh, I can show you remaining ones. That's not a problem. <laughs> What's that, Tempest? I said I can show you. I can show you where to get the remaining ones. Not a problem. Okay. Yeah. So I I'm gonna stop doing that. I don't. I don't want to encourage all of that, but it's amazing how many people put auctions up for those loot cards. And, and I was just people buying just tons and tons of cards. And the, the one change I'd like to see is them to put the, uh, pet biscuits in game. That would be like, let me actually buy those from a vendor. I love pet biscuits. I I have a card around here somewhere, but I lost it. They're they're like my favorite thing, and and I love going to eBay and, and buying them. But of course, you know they're limited. They they only made so many, and once they're gone, they're gone. 
And, uh, so just move them into in-game if you want an extra source of resource or uh, Blizzard for more money. I'll gladly pay for it. And that's the other... I mean, that's the thing I was thinking. Looking at these cards, I'm like, these cards are going... They're going. They're never going to be yeah. around again. So I'm like, oh, I gotta get it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You get into... Oh, somebody, yeah, well, I, somebody I would love to what, do that. Because, yeah, what oh, pet biscuits are? Uh, oh. Pet biscuits are a stack of 50, like, like your little tiny, uh, that you can throw them on a companion pet and it makes them like twice or three times as large. So you can do it for any of your pets, like the core hound. They get you know really really big. Santa's helper, yeah, they get really big, and they're and they're so much fun to throw around. <laughs> it would be nice if it actually gave them a buff, though. It doesn't do any <laughs> like stats or anything like that, but it just yeah, makes them it just makes very, them big. Very big. <laughs> kind of like the baby spice that you get when you do the the um, cooking daily, and you just throw it on yeah. people. I love just throwing it on random people, and they're like, <laughs> I noticed it, it doesn't last very long now. And- baby spice like under 20 okay. seconds something like yeah, 15 pretty... seconds yeah it's yeah. pretty sad it's crazy that is sad i've got the world enlarger on my minutes. engineer and i love it <laughs> what was that tempest <laughs> i said it should last for a couple of minutes yeah i would i would like it to... yeah oh, exactly well. you can click it off <laughs> lose some weight <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so um, any other news before we move into talking about some of the games that came out? I'll take your silence as a no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the PTRs. The, the, all the other big news is on the PTRs, but I'm not playing on the PTRs. Yeah. So. Alright, so the big game that came out last week, <laughs> was it last week? Yep. It, it feels well, it was two weeks ago. It was two weeks 27th, ago. 27th. Yeah um was Red Dead Redemption. And we've been we've been waiting for this game for quite some time and on the same exact day another game came out and I feel really sad for this game. <laughs> I do too because do it too. is getting lost in the wake of Red Dead Redemption. This game is uh Alan Wake. So Alan Wake and Red Dead came out on the exact same day. Red Dead, you can... Getting lost in the wake. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> oh, fun. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> I think I found the show title. Oh, good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Red Dead, you can play on both the Xbox and the PS3. You can. Uh, it's also on the, P- uh, the PC, right? No, oh, it's it not. is not. Oh, it's not and, on the PC. Um, I know there's a couple of people like Blood Roar. He's like, when is it coming on the PC? Uh, like, I know. Yeah. But I bet you it's because they just didn't have time right. with all their QA testing they were doing on the consoles well, it, to get it it's, out. It's interesting TV. that you mentioned time because this game is buggy as crap. Red Dead Very is buggy. so buggy. They rushed. So you could tell they weren't ready at all. And in fact, when no. I picked my game up at GameStop, the employee told me, he goes, yeah, we were wondering if we were going to get this game at all because we didn't get this until four days ago. So they were sweating on whether or not they were right. going to get the game. Well, if you watch some of the original oh. trailers, they had an original release date of the previous month. They were going to release it in April, oh. and then they pushed it back to May, uh, obviously to give themselves more time. But I mean, there are some glitches, but it doesn't detract from the gameplay. Have at you all. got? Have like you got the invisibility you, oh my bug God, yet? You're though, put this game in, and, and you're not going to be able to do anything. That's not what mm. I'm telling you. Have you got? <laughs> there are some things that'll. Have you gotten the trick invisibility bug? 
Oh, heck no. That one stinks. I, ha- I haven't either. That one stinks really bad because, uh, so the first night we were playing, it was uh, Mark, it was Scott, Eric, uh, Liam, and uh, Matt. We were all in there in multiplayer free roam. I will say this. This game is amazing. I'm not, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm poo-pooing it, but it, there was a point where we all disappeared. Like we, <laughs> all of us, wow. we, you couldn't see anything. Like you didn't even know if you were shooting, like you couldn't see your gun. You, it was all just gone. And it was when you were walking in and out of zones. So like you walk mm. in a town and then you would appear, you walk out of the town, you disappear. You're like, what is going on? Interesting. <laughs> well, have but you see, guys seen Donkey Woman? Yes, yet? I've I've seen. I saw the video. And I saw I... Cougar Man. <laughs> Cougar Man, yes. Well, we've got this um, a YouTube um, compilation of all the glitches that they put out there. Not all of them, but um, some of the funnier ones. Right. And um, we'll put it in the show notes, but I was laughing so hard because there's just some really, it looks like um, their rendering is getting mixed up. So you mm-hmm. have people flying as birds and you have um, people as cougars and you have coyotes <laughs> as people and they're just some crazy glitches, people falling from the sky. Yeah, I, I do have to say every time I see, so one of the things in the environment is you can get attacked by bears and you can get mm-hmm. attacked by cougars. Right. And every time I see someone get attacked by a cougar, I'm like, I of course think of a, a you know an older woman. A cougar, exactly. <laughs> you got jumped by a cougar. Oh, really? <laughs> so we always make a joke about, you know, oh, woman got, him an- got her another one. <laughs> that accident spray, body spray. Oh, what are you going to do? but now here's the interesting thing though all the glitches that i've seen have all been in multiplayer which means they're probably on their servers if all of you were true at the same time and i have not seen any glitches in multiplayer in the last couple days there there is a really big glitch in single player mode and if you pre-ordered this game you were given the option depending on who you pre-ordered it from um, so for instance, uh, GameStop, you got the Warhorse, which that's what I have. And from mm-hmm. Best Buy, you received a outfit for, um, your Deadeye regeneration and Deadeye allows you to pause the environment into slow-mo, kind of like what we did in, um, uh, the, what was the dog game? <laughs> I just blanked on it. <laughs> Where you could pause and and everything's in slow mo, and yeah. you can actually shoot multiple sure. targets in a very uh, short period of time. So this dead eye outfit was something you got as a benefit, a uh, incentive to pre order through Best Buy, and a mm-hmm. lot of people are really upset right now because you actually have to do a, a set of quests in order to get the outfit. Unlike the war no. horse where they just give you the deed, you have the horse. Sure. And what and, the gold oh, and what's happened with this outfit is that the one of the first things it does is some kind of bounty. And that didn't actually happen for a lot of people. Ah. So a lot of people are really, really upset saying, why did you say I would get this outfit when you are not even letting me have the opportunity to do the quest because it bugged out on on us and we didn't see the quest. 
it wasn't actually given to us. And now we're so far into the game that we're not even going to be able to ever get the outfit. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people are upset about this and the forums are kind of blowing up talking about kind of uh, rock stars, poor planning and, and, and how they implemented these kind of pre-order things. Well, we were listening to um, Scott's podcast. What I feel bad. I can't remember the name of it. Final score. What's his (laughs) final score. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel bad. Sorry, Scott. Not that he listens, (laughs) but anyway, um, there was a girl in the chat room there and she said she works for rockstar and they cut the QA time on this, like by a third, which I I can totally believe with as many glitches that are in this. I can totally see that there. There's just way too many um, for them to go through um, a a full cycle of testing and bug fixing and and retesting. And again, I love the game, but I absolutely hate how the map works and how you, you transfer from point to point. I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I kind of had to memorize the names of the towns to even know where but you're there going. Many. There's like less than <laughs> But it's still, <laughs> how, it would have just been nicer. Bring up the map. I want to go here. I want to go there. Not cycle through and what the, and then if you're not sure where you're going, then you come out. They don't even land you back at the stupid wheel, the transport wheel. Yeah, you're out of, that, you're out. That you, they annoying. put you out of town. And then you got to run back in. <laughs> Oy. And when you're in a posse, they put you, everybody's put in a different spot. So you have to all come back together. And you're like, this oh, is I thought, stupid. I thought Why in a posse. By outhouse and we're by here, you know? Because you can, par- yeah. so you can party up. So you can invite people to the server that you are, you're on. And then you posse up. And by the way, that whole process is retarded too. Um, it is. <laughs> that, that one is. <laughs> It's like, can I just say, there's no way Wem can play Adia. He still can't remember where he's going in WoW after five minutes. <laughs> well, the nice thing about the map is when you have a posse leader who, let's all just call it, it's party leader. Yes. When the party leader sets the waypoint, it shows up as a line on your map. So you just follow the line. Right. So, Which is as nice. As long as your posse leader knows where they're going, you're, you're perfectly fine. That's why Gypsy is always our posse leader. <laughs> I'm like telling everybody exactly what I'm doing. Okay, I'm gonna set it to the transit point. Then once we all get there, I'm gonna set it to our final destination. Are you using Fen okay. to to talk to everybody too? Oh no no, we talk in game. Oh, so you're using the in game chat? Absolutely, oh, absolutely. And and it sucks. I hate that in game chat. But not everyone on our team has the ability to talk on Vent or Skype. Right. Um, you know, so where the PS3 is. Yeah. So we had to do that. So like when Xanar and Gypsy and I play, we just get on Skype because it's a whole right. lot easier. Yeah. Um, and that in-game chat is not great. It's yeah. not great. So, But um, the, other, the other thing that we noticed is um, during – the one thing that I really, really, really didn't like is when you're doing the PvP and um, <laughs> let's say you're going to do grab the bag yeah, yeah. or the, the, um, the other one. It's always unbalanced, the teams. Right. I don't know how they create the teams, but for instance, um, we had six seven people. of us. No, we had six. Oh, well, let, yeah, we had six. Okay, Gypsy's like level 23, Xanar's like level 17, and the rest of us are like level 10 to 12. They put Xanar and Gypsy on the same team, 
and us little level 10 to 12 players on the other team and right. we're just getting slaughtered i mean yeah okay they they're <laughs> awesome in you know despite of their their high level but still i'm like why the hell wouldn't you balance this out a little better? And it never changes. I have never once been on Gypsy or Xanar's oh, team. That's, that's true. And it just, it doesn't it didn't seem, rotate out. <laughs> no. And then it was kicking people completely out of the game. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The, so you mentioned um, Stephanie's level. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get to level 20. I think it's level 23 because that's, mm -hmm. I think the level that the next miscellaneous woman is unlocked yes what is the category miscellaneous woman really yes i know <laughs> okay for the for the record i i hit uh, 27 today so i've got the girl after that okay so 27 you get uh, the third so one right it, it, uh, if you're if you're interested in playing a woman uh you start out with one style and then uh and then it's every two every two levels so 23 you get a woman 25 27 29 31 33 okay. After you hit 33, you have to wait till 50 to get the next woman, which is like an old lady who's like 70, <laughs> something weird like that. So if you can, if you can make it into mid twenties, that's when you get more choices. But let me tell you, I got a bone to pick with the uh, person who designed those women because they're not anything I want to pick. Seriously. Oh, they are so <laughs> There's some nastiness going on with their pants that I don't want to be associated with at all. I do not want people to look and go, hey, look, it's Gypsy playing. No. <laughs> but some yeah, of the men are funny fires. too. The men, have you looked at some of the men? Yeah. Those miners are disgusting. <laughs> you I'm like barfing every time I look at them. I'm like, you guys smell through my TV screen. Uh, and oh, I will, oh I will give Rockstar credit. It is really cool that they created so many different categories of mm -hmm. characters to pick to play in multiplayer mode. In single player mode, you're just one dude. You you can't you know that's you're playing through that single line. player campaign. Yeah. But in the multiplayer, I really like the fact that that there's so many types of characters you be, can be. But again, why did they have to call them miscellaneous women? I love the fact that we can play a woman. I mean, don't get me wrong. And and that's, you know, from day one, I picked to play a woman. Right. But um, I don't know. <laughs> they, I guess they didn't feel like they needed to have multiple multiple categories of women and then we just throw them all into one category they're just all miscellaneous you know and uh, yeah why couldn't you have, we don't, have a... we don't have we don't have styles we're just all miscellaneous yes well how cool would it have been if it had like um the different different women from like the saloon like the barmaids and exactly. you know yeah. Yeah. so how would you around and Pantaloons in the, the in the Wild West, there were no there were no actually women characters. They were just miscellaneous. They were just yeah. there. It just happened. <laughs> it was an unfortunate event. So um, another right, something so else that I came across was a interesting video from uh, G4 TV. They they did a side by side oh, side by yeah. side comparison of the Xbox version versus the PS3 and. The first um, part of the the um, video is the scene between the main character and uh, the female. And I, I'm Bonnie. Bonnie, yeah, <laughs> Bonnie, <Yes. laughs> at the farm. <laughs> and and so you you get a sense of the the 
quality between the two. And I have to say, I see more shadows in the PS3 version. It's a lot more crisper. The Xbox version is a little duller. And I'm not saying that um, the Xbox version is bad. I'm just saying that it looks duller to me, not as crisp. And, you know, if you read the comments or say, you know, I don't see any differences. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, really. (laughs) All oh, you have to do is, is, is watch the skies. Yeah. The skies were well. Somebody's saying that they were they were filmed at different times of day, but it looked like the same time of day to me. Yeah, I mean, it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's we'll put a we'll put the video on the site, and you can judge for yourself. But right. whether or not you have an Xbox or a PS3, this game is awesome. It sounds yeah. like, I mean, we've been kind of harping on it, but it really is awesome. I mean, you can posse up and you can uh, hijack a stagecoach and everybody can get in and your party leader can run you off into a ravine like Scott did to oh. us. It's so much fun. <laughs> it it was, that was actually. It was a fantastic game. I'm still playing oh, it, it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Of all our bitching we just did, it is an incredible game and I have enjoyed every minute of it except my my biggest problem my stupid little kid well my <laughs> you know, 18 year old kid keeps taking it upstairs to his PS3. oh he keeps on stealing so it he keeps stealing it so I'm like dude I, I want to play it now he's like oh, no and I'm like go get home damn game <laughs> Oh, that's... All right. Well, uh, I do want to give a couple tips because I've been watching some people play in multiplayer mm-hmm. and I feel like yelling at them or sending them a message, but there really is no way unless I'm in a posse mm-hmm. and they have a microphone. Okay. So we talked about the map and how you get around places. Yes. Um, the map is qu- is quite large even when your horse moves quickly. So the best way to move around is using the transport uh, places yes. and they show up on your map as a wheel uh, like from a wagon or a stagecoach. So what you want to do is if you need to get from one place to another, find a location that has a transport spot, you know, get your party there and then have the party leader set the yes. waypoint to where you want to be, like the next gang hideout or the, By you know, the way, don't, wherever. don't set the waypoint in the hideout, set it just outside yeah. of the hideout. Just outside. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then then the party can take the transport and and choose the option that says waypoint and you'll all be tra- teleported there instantly. I watched people literally spend minutes just running around from place to place when they could be using the transports. And it's it's much much quicker. And and I will say this, uh Tempest we were talking, you were saying that you're you're not really too into first person shooters, but the no. re- the dead eye allows you to slow things down a bit to um i guess is it it's like bullet time right <laughs> right essentially it's like bullet time and and in order to do that it's the um r3 button right is it the but the, the game has has automatic tracking built in it, that's true so if something is close to you and you just draw your weapon it will your weapon will be beaded onto that target Doesn't it could always be a person work, it could be an animal yeah, it has. To, it depends on the range yeah. of the of the of the rifle, like or the gun. If you're using a handgun, and I'm next to you, when I pull my weapon, it's going to be beaded right and on that's you. That's L one, isn't it? You hit L one or L two. L one is to draw your weapon. L- R two is to aim. Uh, L two L two is to aim. L two. 
Yeah, L2. Yeah, and I, so I'm constantly hitting L2, 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 L2. Because <laughs> like you said, oh, it just yeah. does the auto I, Yeah, because aim. it just auto tracks yeah. back back for you. It's, it's perfectly acceptable. I do the same thing. I hardly, I'll be honest, I hardly ever use uh, uh, Deadeye anymore. Oh, really? Because like, I just, because once your weapons get better, the range that they can track to is gets much better. So, so I don't have to. Marcus, do Mark told me though in the game in the single player campaign, you you have to use that. There are certain instances yeah. where you have to rescue somebody who's being held hostage, and the person's standing behind them. So you need to use Dead Eye so that you shoot them before they shoot the hostage. And and it would we want to mention that this game is a mature game. Um, oh. Definitely, it's from Rockstar. Yeah, it yeah, is a mature, a mature game. game. <laughs> and here's the interesting thing: so you're playing in the single campaign. You're playing um, the main guy who is married. So mm-hmm. unlike um, GTA Grand Theft Auto, you mm-hmm. can pick up a hooker and do all kinds of stuff. You can't do that in this game. Yeah, no such. But thing. there's you know brothels and and all that. There is going to be a later game. So for those of you that have younger children that are thinking, well, there's no kind of, <laughs> there is a, there's going to be a scene later on in the game apparently is very explicit. I've seen that scene already. Yeah. So he walks in, <laughs> he walks in on, let's say an act. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the only, though they do mark the game as nudity, but the only nudity you're going to see is uh, boobies. There's no uh, and, and and a butt shot. <gasps> Mark was saying it. he saw more. He, he was saying no that no is a smaller version of a shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was very quick. Just as she was running out the door, it was uh, you know he walks in on uh, okay. So this, this all happens down in Mexico. Just in case you're wondering, it happens when our main character goes down into Mexico to find his 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 main purpose is to bring members of his old gang to justice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, so he has to kind of play both sides of the Mexican Revolution. It's uh, it's a great game. I love it. I, I, it I'm is. Have... It's an awesome game. And I, I like the fact both... that you can, they have like this whole herbalism quest line. Yeah. <laughs> so you're picking herbs. Those are fun. Yeah, That's... I love this. So are you guys like riding along and all of a sudden you pass an herb and you're like, I'm an herbalist. I'm an herbalist and wow. So of course I'm like, oh, I got to stop. <laughs> I don't even need it, but I have to stop. <laughs> there oh, could for th- be frost lotus in there. <laughs> yeah, really. And the, so, they need that. and there's also skinning, and there's like all this, these levels of achievements. So many achievements right. in this game. It's, I mean, it, this is definitely a buy it game because oh, with mul- with sure. the multiplayer, with all of the challenges. Did you sign up for the social uh, club that gives you even Not more challenges? Yet. I did. So there's that whole aspect. There's just so many levels to this game. And for as big as an expanse of it is, I, I, I'm, I totally, pa- I give a pass to Rockstar on all the bugginess. They're going fi- to, they're going to figure all that stuff out. Oh, absolutely. I'm not worried about absolutely. that at all. And, no. um, the co-op missions, which I cannot wait for. Yes. That's, they included a, a little in slip what, in June? the yeah, in June they included a little slip in the in the package that said that these six co-op mo- missions were coming in June. Oh, I can't wait! Cannot wait for those. Because right now those you're just going around fun. and you're in multiplayer co-op. You're you're going around and you're um, taking out the gangs, and then you're shooting the bears, and you're doing all these little side quests and doing the, like the gang wars and 
that's that's all there really is to it right now. So the framework is there to have some really awesome co-op missions, and I just can't wait. I just want to clarify for people that haven't played it yet that the single-player character and the multiplayer character are two completely different things. Yes. Um, it doesn't matter what you're doing in the single-player. When you switch to multiplayer, uh, you don't have the same horse, you don't have the same guns, you don't have a rope. Uh, and you don't skin animals. You brought up a, something I, I meant to mention. So my war horse, I originally only had it in single campaign. I just l noticed last night that I have it in multiplayer now. I, I was uh, going to tell you that because Yaskami yeah. had it in our yes. multiplayer games. And I'm like, why does he have a war horse and Nicole doesn't? So it's they, probably you just didn't look No, no, no. Your, I think um, they they fixed it. Yeah, it was a server glitch there for a little bit. Oh. But it's back now. It's back now. Okay. Which I'm very happy about because I was going to be really sad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I got the wars and I can there's, can't even show yeah, up. And there's, <laughs> there's so many cool things that you can do when you're playing in multiplayer, too, is you oh, can wow. share your horse with everyone else, you know, around yep. you. Uh, all you, <laughs> you have to don't do have is to ride the donkey. summon it, and then somebody else claims it, and then you summon it. You, you can just keep summoning the horse. We were doing that with Liam. He, he had the donkey. <laughs> so I'm like... Just use mine. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, use mine. I'll just call another. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got more. So, and don't steal Xanar's horse because she'll Ooh. shoot you in the head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so Tempest, unlike WoW, where you know you party up and you can't you can't hurt your party members, you can do that yeah. in this game. Yeah, so absolutely. we can fight each At other. Yeah, <laughs> you can turn on each and other. And that's the one of the other yeah. things that's kind of buggy and annoying. <laughs> If you're near one of your party members and you're you're shooting and you run out of ammo, you basically just start beating the hell out of the person with your your the butt of your gun and you can kill them. Yes. On I by know. accident, you can kill them. So yes, what rifle butt someone to that? What's that? Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that scene. So if I get mind controlled, my whole raid starts yip yahooing trying to kill me first. <laughs> Or, or they can just start punching you for the hell of it, which yeah, is what, what they do. So we're sitting there waiting for our shootout to start, and everyone's just punching each other, and it looks like the three stages. You totally it look like the three stages. Funniest it's... thing. It is so funny. It is. It's just great, and the scenery. I mean, this is a beautiful, beautiful game. I mean, yeah. I I grew up in the Southwest. You know, that's I love the Southwest. And it, this just reminds me of home so much. It just makes me want to go back to the desert and live there forever. You know, it is just so beautiful. And you can do some really, like when the sun, there was one time uh, we were all riding and we were, we were coming up on a hill, like a little mountain, and we were standing there and the sun's coming up like, this is just so cool. Yes. It I, is the beautiful. sunrises are gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's it's really cool. It's a great game. Yeah. I'm assuming Kim, Stephanie, you're giving it a buy it. Oh, oh without a doubt. <laughs> We've had people run out and buy it just so they could play with us. Uh, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. so that's we got to tell that story. We're in our raid group on Sunday night. You know, let's go into ICC. We're missing Nicole, and so we're and like. Second. Oh, yeah, we're missing Nicole in second. So we're like, ah, our two healers, we can't go. Let's go play RDR. Well, two of our um, members didn't have the game. So they're like, run into Walmart. Be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly they ran right. out to Walmart, got it, came back, and we there's eight of us playing RDR right there. It was 
It was so great. Because you can have <laughs> up to eight people in um, a group, right? Is it eight? Correct. Yeah. I think you can have you can have you eight. can have eight sixteen people in a multiplayer oh, yeah. session, and you can have eight people in, in a posse. So the max you could do is eight versus yeah. eight. All right, so the next game that we have is Alan Wake, and this is a game that's only on the Xbox 360, um, kind of like w- what we've experienced with other games like um, God of War 3, which was only on the PS3. So Alan Wake is a suspenseful, psychological action thriller. That's how they... Oh, my yeah. God. And... <laughs> So I just I just opened it up. I like I said, Red Dead has really I've been traveling a lot and Red Dead has really been the only thing other than WoW that I've been playing. Um I have been playing Portal, but I'll talk about that later. Um oh, <laughs> But Alan Wake, um Kim, I know you bought this and in fact you bought an Xbox three sixty in order to play it, right? I did. I went and bought an Xbox 360 just so I could play this. Um, I But I have not played it yet because I was like, you know, I don't want to just barely yeah. scratch the surface on it. I really want to play it. And so I haven't played it yet, but that's my plan for Monday. We are off on Monday. And I don't want to play this because normally when I'm playing um, my PS3, I'm downstairs by myself and I have all the um, lights off Mm -hmm. and it's only the TV on. And I'm like, (laughs) that may not be the best. This is a spooky game. So, and I will tell you this. I play it during the day. So I, I played the first episode and here's what's so cool about this game. If I were you, Kim, I would start it because the way that they break this game up is like a television show. So you play the first episode, and then when you start the second episode, they recap, like a TV show would do, they recap what happened in the previous episode. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. So are you finding it different than Heavy Rain? Totally different. So what I... Oh, wow. So I went into this game, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting zombies, and I, I don't know... I wasn't expecting it to approach it like a book. So you play Alan Wake, who is a famous writer. And the first thing he references is um, Stephen King, who is my favorite writer. I love Stephen King. Love him. So Alan Wake writes um, thrillers, you know, very similar to, to a Stephen King. So the Uh idea is that you're following um, him through this journey and you're collecting parts of his book. So you're actually reading a book as you're going through the game itself. He's narrating like he's writing the book. The graphics are great. I'm, it's so different. I like the, the um, use of light. Like you have to shine light on your, enemy in order to remove this darkness and then you can kill them it's it's really cool i'm really liking it a lot and i don't feel like i have to sit and play through it non-stop in order to keep my momentum going the way that they've broken it up into chapters or episodes really makes me feel like i can pick this up at any time 
like I would maybe watch a whole season of a television show, for instance. Well, cool. Then I can't wait to start playing this. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited about it. But I just, you know, Red Dawn or Red Dead Redemption just yeah, took over the last two weeks. And I, I'm, I really am sad that I think it did overshadow um, and it's getting really good it's reviews, getting great too. Reviews. So, yeah, it has an element really of excited. Silent Hill to it. Like, there's a fogginess oh, and good. the dark. I mean, I, I there's been a number serious. of times where I'm like, oh, my heart's racing, and oh, I gotta get away, I gotta get away. <laughs> well, that's in, that's incredible that a video game can do that to you. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it evoke such emotions just from what's you know, on the screen that it pulls you in that far. That's Tempest, really cool. do you like these type of psychological, scary games? No, no. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I don't like those no. kind of movies. I don't like those, <laughs> I don't like those kind of, uh, books. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm big wuss. Yes. I used to watch them all when I was young, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I was 16 to probably 20, I used to watch all of the horror movies and then, um, and then I had children and became this really amazing horse and can't, can't do any of them. Stephanie, does this sound like a game you might like? Uh, absolutely, if it was on another platform. I know. <laughs> so you're not, you're not like one of those silly people like me that just goes out and buys things <laughs> on a whim? <laughs> I need an extra Well, I will say I'm glad Xbox has... Because PS3 is doing that to us. They, they did, there's been a number of games that are only PS3. And there's going to be some great Xbox-only games coming out. So well, the Halo, I mean, Halo is Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And a, a ton of people got the Xbox 360 just for that as well. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm fine with, with having another... My husband was not fine with no. us having another down there. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, the the graphics in Alan Wake, I'm they're better than Red Dead's. Well, naturally, you know, really, yeah. I think Red Dead's graphics are not that good. I well, I don't like their people. I don't think their people are good. I like their scenery. Yeah. The scenery, I think, is rendered very yes. well. The people, and that's I, what I, I don't mean like when I them. when I'm talking like the. The, the the actors or the, the the individuals themselves. How's the voice acting on Alan Wake? Because really on Red good. Dead, I, I like the voice really, acting really, a really lot. Good. And there's some, good. there's some very funny lines and quirky oh, lines. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I mean, I'm brought into thinking I'm... In, I mean, even though it's a game and I'm playing through a game, it, it's brought... In, it's, it took me into the world. And I, you know, an hour and a half just whooshed by. And it was just really great. I loved it. So, and it's a mystery. So it almost has this, this, um, Twin Peaks kind of vibe to it too. Cause it's a small, awesome. it's a small town. It's a kooky town. You're not really sure, you know, what's going on and what's manipulating. Oh, I totally forgot this. And you can interact with the environment. I, I turned on a television and watched a little like 10 minute TV show. It was so weird, <laughs> and it was so and, and weird. You like, sat there for ten minutes and watched I, it. it. The 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 TV show in the video game compelled me to watch. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and there's like all these little Easter eggs in this game that just make it so rich and deep. I really enjoy it. it it's if you if 
just make sure when you go through the first chapter to turn on the TVs because then you'll see your it's like a little um, you have to you have to open a gate. You have to go in this little this little um, house and open the gate. And next to the the opener is a TV, and you turn on the TV. It almost reminded me of Twilight Zone. Like that's what they were trying to spoof. And Ooh. so it's a little Aww. short spoofing uh, the Twilight Zone. I think. So. Oh, I, okay. Now I'm like all excited to play it. <laughs> so RDR is out the window. Alan Wake is in. Uh huh. <laughs> Until tonight when we all say, let's posse up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So um, the other game that I did start playing, which I can't believe it's taking me this long to play, is Portal. So Portal was for, oh. they were, it was free. So you've never played I Portal I had never before? played Portal before. Oh, Can you believe cool. it? I had it on Xbox and I never played it. I just never got around to it. And they had it on Steam. It was free for like two weeks or so and uh-huh. i ended up playing it but i tried to play it today but it said that there was a problem with the server which confused me because it was only good until the 20 you mean oh i thought it meant like 23rd? if i downloaded i had the game no oh, no no that no. blows no. <laughs> yeah the 20 <laughs> damn thing because i because i played 14 <laughs> levels of it and then i got it made me nauseous like because oh. you jump all over and you're like you know the floor is the ceiling the ceiling is the floor and, blah, blah, blah. and i'm like oh get dizzy yeah and you should just get the orange box i had it i yes. already sold that thing because i wanted to play oh. it on my pc <laughs> oh <laughs> i can't win uh. But anyway, yeah, you have to you have to buy it. Portal is just and Portal's one of those games that's got replay value. Even though you go all the way through it, it's just such a relaxing game to just okay. Are I'm you kidding me? I was totally ball. stressed out because I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta get over here. <laughs> oh, that was not a relaxing game. I mean, it's a true puzzle <laughs> game, but it's you, you could die. <laughs> you know? well, but you die, but you just come back through the portal. I know. <laughs> but still, it wasn't, it was definitely was, I would not consider that a relaxing game. Bejeweled is a relaxing ga- game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like Bejeweled. Yeah. I can do Bejeweled. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, I've got to go buy Portal, I guess. Because I want to finish, I want to finish it. Because I got to the, I got to the level fourteen, and that's where you can get into the little area and it says the cake's a lie, and you see all the, you know, the little hidden. So you got to find out if the cake's a lie, right? Well, I kind of guess. I'm guessing it is. <laughs> considering yeah. you might, you might already yeah. know that. <laughs> all right. So, um, other than wow, I didn't ask you, Tempest. Do you play any other uh, any other games? Do you have favorite games that you play? Um, I, I like Bejeweled so much I have the mod in WoW. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you're one of those. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I, um, no, I really, I really only play. Are you excited for wow, that takes up Diablo 3? Um, Wemby's really excited about it, but I, I'm not sure where I'm going to find the time. Yeah. So, and and you know I hate it when new games come out. This is going to sound really sad, but um, I hate oh. it when new games come out that take people away because then I, I like I mourn their presence in WoW. Oh. So I get really sad. 
Uh, it's happened to me a lot because um, the people I first played WoW with um, when I first joined the guild, they were they you know they were long time gamers, so they've they've gamed through just about every division in in Tog, and 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 they went off to play. Um, oh, what came out? Oh, it was ages ago. It doesn't matter. And and it was suddenly like these these three or four people that I was used to seeing every day were suddenly missing from the game. It's like I don't even want to play. I'm just sitting here moping. Oh. <laughs> so, so I'm not looking for. I don't look forward to it. You're I don't like, look forward to new games. So you're not looking forward to StarCraft two either. No, that's right. And and you know, um, is it Star Star Trek Online when yeah. uh, which disappeared for a week and mm-hmm. and I'm just gone. Oh no! And then Aeon came out. Aeon they came always out come back. We lost Straddle and Witch for a little while. It was like I don't like it when new games go. <laughs> but they always come back to WoW. Well, some. Uh, some. Yeah, I guess. I, I know I always come it, back to WoW. It take a long time to come back. <laughs> yeah, I remember Aeon. I have that case. Yeah, that was very short-lived, though. Cause... I just remember talking to the, the GameStop. Oh, this is going to be a WoW killer. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, not so much. It was, it was gorgeous, but it was kind of boring. Yeah. All right, so let's move. Very grind. Yeah, it was a definite grind. <laughs> Uh, so let's move on to internet news and buzz. We have a few stories just to talk about. Um, one in particular, a co-worker of mine who, Rich, hi Rich, plays Eve. Hi, Rich. And he loves Eve. And unfortunately, I just, he probably feels about Eve like I feel about WoW. Um, but he um, told me about a contest, I guess that was, um, or maybe, was it a contest? or yeah, it was a contest that was encouraging women to get involved and start playing Eve. So we'll put a link in the show notes, but um, it is called the Ladies of New Eden. And a ton of blog posts were created um, to, I guess, encourage women <laughs> to play Eve. <laughs> and and I, I've looked at Eve but this game is so huge. It makes me feel like mm-hmm. it's just, it's been out there so long that I don't even know. Maybe that's how people feel with WoW. Like it's it's been out there so long that starting a level one tune, they feel like they're climbing a huge mountain. Yeah, but I think the difference is, I, I think you're right with Eve. It is so huge and it's, you know, everything happens in real time. Yeah. So it takes such a long time. But um, the difference with WoW is that, um, Blizzard have actually have done things to so that people don't feel that overwhelming feeling of not knowing anything. You know, all of the tool tips that are there now, yeah. the faster leveling, the, you know, all of that stuff is designed to keep bringing people into WoW. Whereas Eve, yeah, you're going into you're going into such unknown territory, well, and you have to work your way through. And it. there, and I'm reading one of the the blog posts that is saying some of the things that they could attract what they could do to attract women to the game. And one of the suggestions is bring in the cute and pretty and collectible. <laughs> is that true? I mean, do we need to have everything be cute in order to play a game? No. no. That is, um, that is the icing or the sprinkles on the cake. That's not the cake. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, this one, this one here says um, puppies and kittens. What? Ugh. 
Um, yeah. I like pretty. I like I like things to look nice. Stylish. Like, like yeah, yeah, I like them to be visually attractive. I don't know that that's, you know, they don't need to be frilly and pink. These, some of these, no. some of these posts I, I are not good. Is, this is that... not good reference material, Eve. <laughs> I'm reading some of these posts. <laughs> I have to say, though, I think the problem in Eve is the people that play Eve. That's why women don't play it. <laughs> and I've got a couple of friends, you know, that, that play it, but they're very intense yeah. and well, isn't sometimes very deceitful. And, you know, Eve is full of pirates and yeah. people trying to get the best edge. And I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that many women feel comfortable in, in an environment where there's someone who's you know, prepared it's, to it, do whatever to rip you and off. And it's PVP, right? <laughs> In the sense yeah. that anyone can destroy yes. your ship, and we were just yeah. talking at the top and, of the show how we don't and if necessarily they destroy like your doing. ship. Yeah, and if they destroy your ship, you have to start again. Yeah, like you, you don't, you can't just, you know, it's not like, oh well, I die, I'm going to go and res at the graveyard. <laughs> you have to start again. <laughs> yeah, and the same, the same guy says, you know, he's he's listing the reasons, and he said nagging. Because there are hardcore wives out there, nagging is a big deal. You could you could get a nagger class cruise ship or cruise a uh, nagger class oh, cruiser. What uh, a freaking jerk! Yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, come see, on! Wow. The reason women don't play is because of the people that play Eve. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the the post, I mean. The Ladies of New Eden, it says, I'm one, I'm just taking an excerpt out of the blog, I am one of those who believes that though the game should not be changed to specifically go after that part of the gaming population, EVE Online would greatly benefit if somehow the balance of the two gender, genders roaming New Eden would lean towards an equilibrium. And that, so that was the, why they did this, to try to provoke thought in I guess how to include more right. women, but God, it doesn't look like it worked at all. <laughs> but okay, wow. you're not going to get your best advice from non-professionals. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, <laughs> because if you read <laughs> further, his advice was advertise in female-oriented magazines. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. What? So there'll be Eve ads in Dolly. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Vanity Fair and look, oh, look at Selena Steve. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. I, I can't imagine in-style magazine with an Eve Online. People, those women would be like, what is Eve Online? Well, and it sounds pretty, Well, though. Eve, Eve you know, Adam and Eve, like it sounds like Eve it would be some kind of products. woman type. Yeah. yeah. There's a product called Summer's Eve, and I don't think they want to be associated with that. <laughs> So we'll put a link in the show notes. There are 80 blog posts that are referenced in this um, article about people <laughs> writing how to appeal to women or actually how not to in some cases. <laughs> because That's when the you hire to... professionals to look oh, at your demographics, <laughs> your advertising, and your gameplay. That's what you do. You hire professionals. Yes. You know. Like uh, seems, I mean, yeah. seems like really. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Being asking the average person, they're all they're only going to relate what they know, which is, hey, I just bugged my girlfriend until she relented and finally played with me, and now she plays. <laughs> but if you ask the girlfriend, she'll be like, 
oh, I only do it because it's the only way I can talk to him. Otherwise, he's shut up in the room for the next four hours. <laughs> See, that, that's a miscommunication there. He thinks he's so, achieved something. She's just tolerating it. She's so, like, Tempest, is that, is that the opposite for you? Wim, Wim comes and plays so he can talk to you? <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it probably is a little he, he would like to watch telly more and cuddle uh, on the couch but I just go are you crazy I haven't played well, I haven't done my dailies <laughs> I gotta get my frosties I got the frost badges <laughs> gotta get my tears <laughs> how to get people to play Eve give them frost badges we want a mechanical chicken. That's right. If I play this game, I'll get frost badges and wow. Well, that's what they're talking about, you know, collectibles and being able to paint your ship. And oh, geez, that would so not bring me to a game. I mean, the game has to be good in the first place. Well, it has to have the right. And then all that other stuff. It's the yeah, community. Like, like I mean, a yeah. lot of it, like Tempest said, it's it's the people that play. Absolutely. So. You know, you know, there are places where women feel comfortable and places where they don't. And Absolutely. Um, it reminds me of, I always feel uncomfortable walking into a bar, you mm. know, and you get confronted by the smell of, of beer as you walk in <laughs> and the kind of person that's inside the bar is intimidating. That's Eve. That's, that's right. that same environment. Right. Oh, well, it's so funny because I experienced something very similar. I tweeted about it when I walked by a gaming um shop which was strictly D D and Ooh. warhammer and there was like 20 guys in the back and they were all playing and i walked by and they all turned and looked at me because i was like "Ooh, what's this and i'm thinking there might be some wow in here and uh, and they all looked at me and i'm like oh, run away yeah, really. I, mean, I just instantly had such a anxiety fill in me that i'm like this is not my place and i have no idea what what this world is i need to just go away <laughs> so yeah. well and but no i totally agree with you on that because i used to take my sons to play um warhammer 4000 2000 whatever it was um down at the local comic book store mm -hmm. and i would go in there and i'd be like uh okay um yeah i'll drop you guys off and i'm i'm leaving now you know i mean it was oh 40k <laughs> i knew it. i was close you know 36,000 off, but it, it is intimidating when you don't, you know, when it's a guy dominated thing like yeah. that. So. All right. Totally agree with that. All right. So, um, Kim, you have a, a story about dreams <laughs> and video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this, the story says that researchers have found that heavy gamers are more likely to be able to control their own dreams, which I just thought was crazy. Um, and what, Until you hear me talk about me my dreams. This, <laughs> yeah, I remember you tweeting that you were dreaming about the Wild West. That first and I night. I the same thing with uh, WoW. Yeah. I dream about WoW all the time. And, true. you know, it's, it's kind of funny. So I'm wondering if this really is true. I could see it being true. <laughs> and, and it says gamers have fewer nightmares, too. I can't even remember the last time I had a nightmare. No. Oh, no. I still have nightmares. I've, I have nightmares. Although yeah. I'm sure if you keep playing Alan Wake, you may. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, I, I did dream after we fringethon, I was having fringe like dreams. Oh. So. Uh, that was you like fringe? Ends, uh, love fringe. That's, that's a thriller. Sci-fi, yeah, and, and, uh, and if you if you talk to her, <laughs> you, you would find out 
how close it is to the very edge of what I can tolerate. I have never jumped so much in my life. <laughs> They're not, the boys are not allowed to have a drink while I'm watching. <laughs> because I, I literally like squeal and jump and hide and... <laughs> So and they laugh. So so it has to be network <laughs> network TV thriller. Oh no, I no that no, I wouldn't. I normally would which just is relatively safe. To yes, watch it. yeah. It's kind of like um, back in <laughs> I guess back in the late '80s, Freddy Krueger had um, a TV show, and it was like Freddy's Nightmares, oh, and it was I like a, a watered down version. Uh, yes, I could tolerate that. But I could, yeah. you know, Goosebumps used to always scare me. <laughs> I remember that show. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. And um, let's see. Steph, you had an article about video games being designed purposely to addict us. Yes. Um, it's it's a, a humorous article, but most of what he's saying is absolutely true. Uh, it's the five ways that video games are designed to get you addicted, to keep you playing. Um, and it makes reference to a Skinner box, which if you've ever taken any kind of rudimentary you know, psychology, it's when you put a mouse in a box and then you get them to press a lever. And most of the, of the points that they're making is how do you get someone <laughs> to, do, to repeat something that is inherently tedious it's by rewarding them. You know, that's what the Skinner box does. They press the lever, they get a pellet. They you know, press the lever, they get a pellet. And then they talk about how, okay, so what if you want to keep them playing? You don't always give them a pellet. The next step is to make it maybe every other push you get the pellet. And that makes them push the lever harder. And uh, the, the, if you, we'll have a link to it. But uh, if you read the article, it makes a lot of sense because it talks about rewarding people for you know, the time that they put into a game. And uh, I just wanted to make reference to, because I've heard this so many oh, times from playing video games, is how they talk about people who don't play video games will say, oh my God, you spent all that time and all you get was a couple <laughs> pixels. Ugh, it's not even real. And this article stated very clearly what I've always wanted to say, which is if it takes time and effort and skill to obtain an item, the item has value. Mm -hmm. You may not see it, but the rest of us doing that see the value in what we're doing. And, uh, mm. you know, the, the article is, if you know, just go ahead and read so it. So the, there's but, five uh, of them. I, and let's, let's make sure, because Hakito yelled at me for not saying the, the ten ways on the, when we were talking about the video game uh, girlfriend uh, article we didn't uh, actually go through the 10 so hakito oh, this is wanted, yeah he wanted the every single one of them <laughs> it's like, all right so here's the five hakito so number five is uh putting you in a skinner box like uh stephanie said number four right. creating virtual food pellets for you to eat and you said that one as well. i love that one <laughs> making yes and i love the picture they have a link of a warlock in full two years <laughs> <laughs> it's anniversary, honey that is brilliant um number three is making you press the lever so um, there's a funny picture of people in a casino on that one. <laughs> yes, we almost won. Uh, number two is, of course, they put it on a second page, so I have to hit next. Um, keeping you pressing it forever. 
I guess this is kind <laughs> of more, uh, the interesting tip that, that they put in there, which I find absolutely true, is that the closer you get to a level that you're going to level up, the more you play. Tell yes. me that oh, doesn't yeah. exactly happen. Oh, totally. Like you're one <laughs> bubble away and you're just like, oh, I just got to play one. You know. So they make the level short to make, keep you playing. You know, because you're like, oh my god, I'm only like 10% away and then I'm going to level up. And then you keep playing. Oh, wow. That's what they mm. want. Keep you playing. And then number one is getting you to call the Skinner box home. Right. So, oh. so right. World of Warcraft. <laughs> Farmville <laughs> is yes. what they reference in that one. Interesting. Right. Yeah. And he gives, he gives three items uh, that are part of the reason why we enjoy playing games like WoW and even Red Dead Redemption. One of them is autonomy. Mm-hmm. Why, why playing these games is more, more entertaining than doing something in real life. The first one is autonomy. Uh, the second one is complexity. And then and the, this last one is very important. Connection between effort and reward. Mm. How many times have you been at work and done something really good and no one ever patted you on the back? No one said, that's fantastic. But in the game, every time you do something, they're telling Congrats. you. Congrats. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you got an achievement in the games like red dead and wow you can go where you want that's your autonomy the complexity is you can do all these different levels you can uh make the game harder you can play with all your friends the last one is connection between reward and effort they will actually level you up and give you a tangible reward for your time so oh i have it, such a warm a and fuzzy effort, right now at the same time <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good. Yeah. Ding, there's nothing better than dinging, I swear. There's oh, just... yeah. Or that big <laughs> achievement. Seriously, those big achievements are, are so nice, too. And you, you prep everyone for it. Okay, get ready. Yeah, get ready. Here comes <laughs> Tell me how wonderful I am. <laughs> exactly. Congrats. The titles. Love getting the titles. I love the titles in real life. <laughs> yes, I love titles. What's what, for what I I, speaking of titles? What are your favorite titles in WoW? What do you currently have on your tune right now? I'm curious. Um, I've got another. the, I've got the. Well, I can't even remember what it is, but it's the Northrend, the dungeon, you know, doing all of those dungeons. Oh, and the, race. Uh, the champions of the frozen wastes. Yes. Ah, yeah. Yep, champion of the frozen wastes. Yeah, that's what I've got. I have ambassador on. What's that one? On Molly Shaw. Oh, that's right. Um, I think Rips. Is that Rip? Oh, it's yeah. Rips it's for... with the four major factions of your your faction. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just four like that counts. one. Well, actually, the one that I think sounds the best is Merrymaker. So it's Merrymaker <laughs> Molly Shot. I think that just sounds cool. <laughs> but, then, but then I have Grunt. I have Grunt on my. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah, what I was Grunt. thinking of the that's the battleground that. titles that were taken away. Old school. Yeah, I have a sergeant on my priest, and I have first sergeant on my mage, and sergeant on my old shaman. Yeah, it shows my, you've been my around. Warlock for a while. Is, my old my, my warlock is scout. Scout. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like. That and you know, she wasn't a scout. She was something else, but it transferred over, so that was nice. <laughs> I once saw a character called Merrymaker Jenkins, and I couldn't tell <laughs> which what was their actual name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I thought it was very clever of them. Very. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite name on your on your druid gypsy is yes. Jenkins, gypsy girl Jenkins. It just sounds it just flows so well. 
right. just my name for my events uh, music player. <laughs> All right. So um, the last story we have is just a follow up from the last time we talked. We were we uh, discussed the G4 booth babe search. Ooh. Yeah, um, that's happening <laughs> right now. So the top 10 finalists have been chosen and you can go and watch their videos. And I've, I've, I've had a chance to watch a couple of them. Um, mm-hmm. I actually do like this Bonnie uh, Burton girl. I like her too. Cause you know, she, with, uh, with she, pl- she plays yeah, Halo. Like um, she was actually a professional. Yeah. I, she's a, so she claims. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> claims. So a couple of these girls, I want to punch in the face though. Yeah. Yes. Um, Michelle Mason, I seriously, I'm like, shut up. Oh my gosh. But, um, I like Curlene to it too. I I think she has a cute personality and she seems like she really plays too. Yeah. I guess what's so hard for me is these girls, I feel, I feel for the girls because I'm just looking at some of them they're all putting their, some of them are putting their boobs out. Yeah, I understand. That's what this is about. And I was reading the forums. And you know what? I have to say, I was really encouraged to see some guys say, why? You know, we understand. (laughs) We understand you're attractive, but that doesn't mean you should be a booth babe. And I guess maybe it's just the term booth babe is driving me nuts with this. Because these these are women that are gamers and they love games. Yeah. I just, I don't know what to, like the, you know, the the one thing with like the, the one girl in the Wonder Woman costume, I'm like, do you really think people are going to take you seriously as a journalist, which she claims to be in the skimpiest Wonder Woman outfit ever? Mm -mm. I don't think so, honey. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. And, And remember that one of the, one of our earlier episodes, that video that, um, it was talking about women and gaming and, and kind of one of the things that he said, you know, knock it off was there was a picture of a girl and she was half naked with like keyboards. Yeah. You know, knock mm-hmm. it off. Stop objectifying yeah. yourself because it, yes, it, there's a place for that and whatever. But again, if you really want to be a true girl gamer, that's not what it's about. That's yeah. what it comes down to. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I get very frustrated Women have a hard enough time yeah. um, being taken seriously anyway without other women undermining yeah. our efforts. Exactly. Like, stop it. And maybe that's what you I'm know? feeling. I think you said it perfectly. I'm frustrated more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not, it's I'm hard, not the type it's hard of, enough. I'm not one of the, a type of person to say, oh, you, can, you can't do that or you can't do this or you should do that. I don't like telling people yeah. what to do. But when I feel yeah. like... We're still new to the the area of gaming and kind of making a place for ourselves in gaming. I don't know. Right. It's like you said, it feels like we're kind of being undermined it. You know, and I think my, like even my 16 year old, um, she she struggles with it, you know, when she sees smart girls pretending to be bimbos. Mm-hmm. Oh. You, know, you know, it just it's just, you know, you don't, there's no need. I, I just want, I want <laughs> girls younger and you know in their 20s i want them to feel confident for being who they are and not feeling like they have to put on an act right yeah period empowered women is what we need we don't need a generation another generation of just stupid girls right yeah well said yes 
Yay! <laughs> Look at Tempest bringing all this great content to the table. Man. Is Wem going to be like, okay, now come. <laughs> What's your stuff? Come on. Bring it. Let's, let's step it up. Let's step it up, Tempe. <laughs> all right. Okay, so um, for some of the game releases, as Kim says in our show notes, there's not much coming out. Blah, icky. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't care about any of these. Well, yeah. No. So um, Prince of Persia, even though it's been out for a while, it's going to be coming out on the PC um, on June 8th, as well as on June 8th, Green Day for Rock Band for the PSP and Wii will be coming out as well. Do we really need another Rock Band? Uh, do we need Green yeah. Day on the Rock Band? I mean... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't need Green Day on the rock band. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I think I heard maybe it was on Final Score, where they was they put up a survey on you know what the next rock band should be, and one of the options was oh I did see that none, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. don't do yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, and so um, another game coming out on June 1st is a role playing game called Alpha Protocol. I just got my. Uh, I think it was my ps3 magazine um because this is also going to come out on ps3 xbox 360 as well as the pc um and it looks i don't know shooterish <laughs> kind of. i haven't heard much about it i haven't had a chance to read the article on it but that's going to be coming out on june 1st so look for that <laughs> um and yeah that's there really isn't much coming out um no <laughs> i will say though i do have uh super mario galaxy 2 on the way for from um gamefly so i will be talking about that on our next episode so that's okay. that just came out just this past week so if you're into uh super mario and you have yourself a wii check that out <laughs> do you guys play do you guys play the mario games uh-huh. I'm boisterous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love I, it. I, I'm, I'm hearing great things about the game. In fact, I, I think I went to GameSpot and it has like a 10 out of 10 rating. I'm like, whoa. Wow. So um, I found one bargain buy. Looks like Borderlands is 29 bucks right now on Direct awesome. to Drive. Nice. So nice. If, everyone go snap it if up. If you haven't had a chance <laughs> to play Borderlands, uh, $29 if you go to directtodrive.com slash sale. You can download that puppy right now. Um, oh, and Steph, you found a game too. Yes, for the iPhone or iTouch iPad slash, although it's not high definition for the iPad. Uh, it's a very cool game called uh, Twin Blades. I think you'll enjoy the artwork in the, and it's free. Oh, cool. What's it? A, what, yeah. what kind of game is it? It's a side-scrolling shooter where you shoot zombies. Nice. But the the animation is all very anime. It's a... Uh, bright colors and you know cartoony looking it's a it's a lot of fun it's not gore well there's some blood but it's a Good. more like fat princess nice <laughs> a cartoon gore <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> not the kind that'll make you hurl your <laughs> and i have one oh, what's that um and actually i've got to give ice warm credit for this because he just told us about this before we started the show um phoenix wright is coming out on the iphone and phoenix wright is one of my freaking favorite ds games in the world and um i have them all but i'm going to get it on the iphone 
just because it's so awesome. So it's four ninety nine, and um, if you've never played it, I would get it and just try it out because it is awesome. <laughs> what type of game is it? It is a. <laughs> this sounds really stupid, but it's a trial game. So it's um, c- uh, kind of turn based. Um, it. Uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but. You do some investigation. It's like a puzzle game, and you do investigation. Then you're in court, and you, you know, it's it's kind of turn based. Court based games, yes, it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm. It sounds I'm, like this. Eight, that's what was really, it? The, really stupid. The detective game that you. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but this one's awesome because he like sticks his finger out and says objection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> It is Love so them. much I think I'm going to have to read I mean, the reviews on this, Kim. <laughs> no, it's gotten like 145 reviews and 120 of them are five stars. Oh, wow. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, where else would you? And they're the goofiest, goofiest characters you could ever imagine. The judge is really crazy. And it's so not like a court job. You know, I used to be a paralegal <laughs> at one time. Yeah, this does not really happen in the courtroom. <laughs> But it is so nice. much fun. You have you have to get this one. Okay. Highly recommend. Okay. This one. <laughs> do, do they have a light version? I can just try it out. <laughs> no. I really, buy I really... It. <laughs> <laughs> And it's only for the iPhone right now. So. Okay. Oh, but there is an, a game called Objection for ninety nine cents. I have no idea what it is, and it only got two stars. So I'm going to say stay one. away from that one then. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks silly. Dennis, do you do you oh, have an iPhone or uh, do you? Do iPhone games? Yep, I play Depict as well. Oh, I, I love Depict. <laughs> I'm yeah, still oh, into yeah. Depict. In fact, Shay oh, yeah. was playing. I'm like, invite me. I'm sitting in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in, I was at the doctor's yesterday, and I sent Wemb and Shay a text message saying Depict. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you'll see a Shay all the time. Just um, Twitter yeah. Depict, and if you see that, get on real quick because it fills up. Because they have, you know, he's like so popular. So. Well, his drawings are just. <laughs> I've heard you talk about his drawings. To... <laughs> I have to be seen to be believed. My favorite was um, Penny and how he, <laughs> how he drew the Big Bang set. That's awesome. That was, yeah. I, I, think, still, I still think the rain in Spain. That one was the best. We're all like, we all got it totally wrong too. It was like, what the hell is this? And then once he explained it, we're like, yeah, that still doesn't make sense. What are you doing? Too funny. Yeah, that's a great game. All right. So um, let's move on, even though we're having a blast here. Um, We have a voicemail from our friend, Paul. And nice. he is asking our opinion about sports games, which this should be fun. <laughs> so uh, let's let's take All a right. listen. Hello, ladies of Lee. Paul again from San Diego, California. I just want to say something about the sports category in video games. I may be in a minority among males, but I can't stand those type of games. I think they are just awful. The AI in most of them are dumb. The graphics and animation are laughable. Even the sports games that are highly rated are mediocre at best compared to other types of video games. What do the ladies of Link think about video games that deal with sports? Are they a woot, meh, or a lame? 
All right. So uh, Paul is asking us if we think sports games are whoop, meh, or lame. Coming from Movielicious. <laughs> and <laughs> I will just say that I am not a sports game, video game fan. I don't know about you guys. I think the the last time I played a sports game was um, my Bo Jackson uh oh my god <laughs> little... Whoa, that's cool. wow that goes i had back. like a bo jackson baseball and um football oh no and it was like a little device that you could flip it around and you go beep 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 and you run the bases yeah that's my extent i've watched wow. um mark on the other hand he every other year he will get madden and and do the madden uh football so i watch him play that he and he enjoys that but he only does it every other year because he says that there really isn't that much of a difference between each year unless because he doesn't necessarily care about, you know, who's going to be in the team or whatnot. So do you guys play any sports games? When my, um, what's that? We sports. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to guess. No, (laughs) I'm thinking, I think he's referencing more of the, the baseball football type of games i'm assuming soccer stuff like that you mean segway riding isn't a sport <laughs> no i guess not oh, man you know when my when my boys were smaller um we would spend hours playing football together um and hockey and hockey on the um the nes it was so much fun playing it? hockey on that i or the super nes um, we used to play hockey all the time, and my boys were a lot younger back then. Um, they, you know, gosh, I don't even want to say how <laughs> old they were because that makes me look really old. But um, it was a lot of fun. I haven't played any games though in a while, probably about five years, mm-hmm. six years since I've played any of the sports games. But I used to love playing with my boys though. I mean, me, we would have, you know, the three of us would have just a blast. Um, and I have to doing say, that. I have to say, I, I take it back. I used to play Mario Golf. I don't, I don't consider that a sports game, though. I'm not sure that's a sport. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't really <laughs> consider that a sports game, though. I mean, it. Of course, golf is a sport, yeah. but that's that's kind of like a wimpy sport. <laughs> well, oh, I just, God, <laughs> it. we're gonna get some fun uh, emails on uh, this uh, one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did not play golf games. Well, I've played golf games in the past, but that's probably about it. Brilliant in the chat room. She has um, a good point. She's, it depends de- completely on the sport game. She said that Blood Bowl is pretty darn awesome. Do you remember us talking about Blood Bowl, which was a uh-huh. football game was, in Warhammer uh, characters? I have to say right. that did look pretty cool, <laughs> but I'm guessing. I, I, I but still, that that's like a um, variation yeah, on right. like a, a it's not traditional football game. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm assuming a, that's a, what Paul's re- referring to is like the traditional yeah. type of, you know, like for instance, um, the Olympics. They came out with the Olympics, and I heard it was not good. You know, yeah. is it ever? I know that's what I mean. <laughs> so. I think when sports games are morphed, because here's the other thing. I always looked at, at like a traditional sports game as I was really into playing sports. I'm like, I don't, I want to, if I would actually like to go play the game 
if it's so real that it's like I'm in the game. It's like, why don't I just go play the game? <laughs> I want to have a little bit of variance to it, like making it Mario Golf. or And I have to say, I had in my head that I would be really good at real golf if I played. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Not the case, by the way. Uh, so, I mean... I don't know. It just depends. Those games really have no appeal to me whatsoever unless they put a spin on them. And then, you know, I'll play it. And they're fun when you have, like, a group of people together, too. Like we were saying, Wii Sports is fun when you have a group. But, mm. Kim, do you ever, or Stephanie, do you ever play any sports games? Uh, the closest sports game I play are the driving games. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> Which I don't. I don't like driving games either. I don't, it's something I, I think, sports and I think the more hyper realistic the games get, the less interested I'm in in playing. Yeah, them. yeah, I can see that. All right. So thanks for that uh, voicemail, Paul. Um, we do have a few emails. Uh, let's see, Stephanie, do you want to start with yours? All right. Let me find mine. Okay. Uh, this is from Rick. And it says, hey, love your show. It's great to get a different point of view on games. I had a quick question based on Stephanie's comment about buying a vanilla WoW disc from Half.com on episode 18. I thought you couldn't buy used WoW discs because the activation code was assigned to a user account. So if the previous owner had started an account, you couldn't reuse the disc. Just wanted to know if this was true. Thanks again for the great show. That is absolutely true. Uh, the Half.com one that I purchased for $2 specifically said it had never been installed. So that's why I knew that I could use it. Was it legit? Uh, it, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's just somebody who just had no interest in the game. <laughs> so um, as, if you're going to go for, because that's what it was, this was for a recruiter friend. If you want to start uh, another account and you need a WoW code, you can buy one directly from WoW for $19 for the original uh, vanilla. And all you're buying is the, the code. code. Yeah. Or, you know, I say go to half.com or eBay and find somebody who doesn't ha doesn't want it and just make sure that it clearly says the code has never been used. And then you're fine. There you go. Um, so I also have an email from Stephen McKenzie. And this is a really long email, but it has some great tips in it. So in the last episode, we talked a lot about Nier. Um, and he had some really helpful suggestions if you're still haven't played the game but if you're thinking about picking it up so he says hi all i only dis just discovered your podcast recently and i'm enjoying it uh very much always good to hear about games and gaming cultures from a different perspective i just have a couple of random notes about your latest podcast specifically about near i just finished up near quite recently and found it to be a superb breath of fresh air after sogging my way through the conveyor belt boredom of Final Fantasy thirteen. Near <laughs> Near is far from perfect, but there are more interesting things attempted and experimented in a couple hours of gameplay in that game than there was in the twenty hours of Final Fantasy thirteen. Wow. That's a long game. Um so and he, he classifies them out. So the first one is boring side quests. I highly recommend if the side quests are getting you down that you skip most of them and stick to the main quest. The game's easy enough uh, that you don't need to grind huge amounts of XP and gold in order to proceed through the main storyline. If you stick with the game, there's a lot of weird little rewarding things, like exploring a mansion in a Resident Evil-style 
uh, homage or fighting your way out of a dream in the style of choose your own adventure. That's awesome. I haven't even gotten to those places. Um, fishing, he says a warning. And I've heard this on some of the forums. You're going to hit a rather clunky fishing quest at some point as part of the main story. In the interest of saving you, you your sanity, two tips. One, this is only, uh, this is the only compulsory fishing quest. After this, you never need to look at it again. And two, if it isn't very clear, it isn't very clear, but the beach next to the old man is not the place where you need to start fishing. Instead, look for the red cross on your map. It's in a side cove en route to the lighthouse. Hopefully this will save you an hour or so of frustration. I thought that was great. Um, and yeah. he talks about a lot of other things that I don't want to necessarily, but one of the PS's, um, <laughs> he, he's because our last episode was potty mouth girl and he says this uh, sweary underwear girl <laughs> he says uh, one final thing it, it isn't <laughs> mentioned in the first playthrough of the game and only really hinted in the second but the 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 potty mouth girl in the underwear where well there's a reason why she's wearing a jock strap <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, now. <laughs> and um, and he, uh, Steve is in Scotland. So thank you so much for that great email. I'm actually going to put it in the show notes for, for those of you that are interested in playing near. He has a few other tips. Um, and he is correct. The pronunciation of the book is not Weiss. Like I said, it's Weiss. Weiss. And I actually even asked Liam, who voiced the uh, the voice of Vice, and he said, "Yes, it's Vice." So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the great, great emails. Thank you so much for that, Steve. Yeah. You know, talking about side uh, uh, games, what did you have, guys think of the side games inside Red Dead Redemption? Oh, like the uh, the the poker and the dice and right. the don't cut your yes. fingers off kind of thing. right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun. Yeah. Yeah, they were fun. I, the I only like thing them. is horseshoes. I would rather slip my oh, own I haven't played horseshoes yet. That was horrible. Do you, I haven't, yeah, I haven't played horseshoes either, but the rest of them. I do like mini games they're, they're, inside of games. I like little things that are hidden that are optional. Yes. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think we have one more email, right, uh, Kim? Yeah. And I was hoping Tempest to read it since she does have a um, level 80 rogue herself. Ooh. I'll read that, sure. This is from Jeff. He says, hello ladies, I am Belgarian, an 80 Nelf rogue on the Bleeding Hollow PvP server. First off, I want to say that you girls are doing a fantastic job with your podcast. I totally agree with you, Jeff. You're all very entertaining <laughs> and work, work would suck without you. I just got Aww. done listening to episode 18 and I wanted to ask you why you hate rogues so much. <laughs> I can. Why do you hate rogues so much? I can definitely understand the whole stunlock hatred. Oh, I'm not even very good at that. But I wondered if there was any other reasons. Also, I have been playing my rogue on and off for four years. So if you need any help on understanding them or killing them, haha, I'll be glad to help out. <laughs> Thanks for the laughs and awesomeness, and keep the podcast coming. So why do you hate rogues? I don't think I hate rogues. Like every rogue is is. Because I just started up a rogue myself. Because I'm trying to understand them a little bit more. I don't necessarily hate the rogue. It's typically the person behind it. That I hate. Very true. <laughs> oh, I'm wounded. 
<laughs> not always. I hate to. I don't like to. I don't like to make blanket statements. But I will say, probably eight times out of ten, when I encounter a rogue, they're not the nicest person that I've ever encountered. Oh, I'd have to concur with that. I, and, and and believe me, I've been proven wrong. I mean, you're an example of a really nice rogue. The first rogue I ever met was an example of a really nice rogue. But mm-hmm. I just, I mean, more times than not, I just had, <laughs> I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Because <laughs> I don't like, I don't like the always or never type of statements. So. Right. Part of it, part of it for me is obviously the PvP. Like that's generally where yeah. I'm going to encounter a rogue. <laughs> it's PvP. <laughs> How many times have I been standing near the flag in Arathi Basin or riding down the road in Arathi Basin, and all of a sudden, stop, and I'm and I just sit there stunned, and I'm like, and I just give up because I know there's literally nothing, yeah. nothing I can do, and I sit and wait for it to happen. I'm like, ah, just get it well, over. Well, even way. then, you know, that's, that's the only my time that's I my response to every PVP encounter. <laughs> 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 Like every other uh, every other class, I at least have some chance, something I can do. But literally, when I'm I'm sitting there stunlocked and I've got nothing to do, I'm like, all right, just get it over with. Just, just I'll, I'll just move on and do my yeah. own business. I don't hate rogues in PVE. I just hate them in PvP. PVE, they're really cool, and then they got that that um, blade fan thingy. Yeah, that's okay. really cool. Fan I like that. Times, how many times has this happened <laughs> that to you, Lily? That you yeah. you've you've cleared the way to get to an objective, and a rogue comes in and takes the objective right before you get there. <laughs> that has happened to me at no. least a dozen times. No, at druids dozen- are way worse at that. When you're <laughs> when you're herbing or mining, you, you're going along, you're fighting everything. They fly in and they get it, and they don't even go out of flight form and fly away. Well, not just yeah, just for herbing, not for mining. <laughs> That'd be nice if it was mining. <laughs> See, if you're a pally, yeah. you could stun them because the stun time is the exact same time you need to pick that herb. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, but is it worth leveling a pally for that? Oh, a pally! <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I love my pally! She's my favorite! Touche, <laughs> touche. I have, I have that was awesome. Since, uh, since the original WoW when it was very, very boring. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, Holly's in the beginning. Wow. All right. So I think we have. Oh, what, what were you going to say? Kim? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I was just laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do have a couple of new iTunes reviews. Um, we have one by Lyra18. Um, I'm guessing she. Uh, says truly lead so thank you so much for that five-star review those really help us in itunes and getting the the podcast visible um she says although primarily a wild player these days i've always been interested in other games this podcast allows me to indulge uh to indulge that interest and provides me with a lot of suggestions on of what games to look at I lucked into this podcast through some other 
others I listen to, many of them also on the Frog Pants uh, productions now. SJ uh, Scott Johnson is becoming the, the Bill Gates of podcasting. Isn't that the truth? I had to think about that one for a minute. I'm like, I was thinking Samantha is Jane. Is that Samantha Jane? No, why is she the Bill Gates? I don't understand. Oh my God. Like the others that I listen to, this never fails to provide enjoyment and information. Nicole, Stephanie, and Kim have a variety of gaming systems and the variety of interests, which gives a unique depth to their opinions. They discuss the games that they are current they are covering clearly and with a sense of fun. I don't always agree with them, but I don't have to. They provide a diverse <laughs> viewpoint on games ranging from simple phone games to puzzle games to first-person shooters to MMOs. And, and it makes for an entertaining time that I look forward to twice a month. Thank you, ladies. Well, thank you so much hey. for that review. That was really nice. Yeah, don't always agree no, with us because we, we don't even agree. We really with each don't other. know what we're talking about sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We just know we like games. That's great. All right. And also we got another five-star review by Interested One. So, and I see him in uh, the chat room all the time. So I just wanted to say thank you for that as well. Um, and I think we're probably going to need to bring this episode to a close because we're hitting the two-hour mark already. Um, <laughs> seems like a regular occurrence since we have, we're such chatty lately. But um, I just want to say thank you so much to Tempest. Um, if you would like to check out her podcast, you can find her at bindonequip.com, correct? Yes. Um, where can they, what's that? <laughs> or on iTunes. Or on iTunes, <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, where can they find you on, on Twitter? Uh, I am Tempest, T-E-M-P-E-S-T-E on Twitter. And oh, Stephanie, what's that? I'm sorry. Oh, they can follow Bind on Equip, but Bind on Equip doesn't Twitter as much as us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I do the same with Ladies of Lee. I'm like, oh, I gotta put something on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm in quiet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Stephanie, where can they get a hold of us if they would like to contact Ladies of Lee? Right. Well, we have the call-in number, which is area code six two three two five two four two six three we have the website which is ladiesofleet.com we have the twitter account for that which is at ladies of Leet. uh our own twitter accounts are uh myself xiaxian one uh randy's molly at and randy's molly and at nicole spag and we also have the just direct email which is ladiesofleet at gmail.com so, and again, I would just like to say thank you to the chat room. Um, Yay. Even though we, we did this a day early, we still had a nice bunch of group of people. So thanks to everyone for joining us. We record typically every other Sunday. Um, so if you ever want to join us, you can find that on ladieselite.com slash LOL live. Um, and again, thank you so much, Tempest, for joining us. This has been a blast. Thanks for having me. I've had a great time. Yay! Oh, we are so glad you're here. And thanks. Yeah, most of these people in the chat room I'm noticing are from the Pants on Head Guild. Uh, uh. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it, it's an incredible guild. I absolutely love it. It is so much fun. So, with yeah, that, we we'll just say see you in two weeks and enjoy, enjoy all the games that are out right now because there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Ton. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. All right. Ready to posse up? <laughs> <laughs> I've had my game pause for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs>
Now that's going in the clips. pay the marshal a visit in armadillo sometime i'm sure he could help you deal with that nice mr williamson yeah i might just do that miss mcfarland you do whatever you think best mr marston this podcast is part of the frog pants studios network for more information about this and other shows visit frogpants.com audio program so good it's like you're there